Hallelujah. Lift up your hands. Say, Jesus Christ is Lord. Say, Jesus Christ is Lord. Say, I proclaim by the voice of the blood of Jesus. Even the superior blood of Jesus. I proclaim from the throne room perspective from the court of heaven I proclaim the lordship of Jesus Christ over the heavens over the atmospheres over the grounds I proclaim the lordship of Jesus Christ over principalities over powers the lordship of Jesus Christ is hereby proclaimed over thrones and dominions over the gods of the land over things visible and things invincible I proclaim the lordship of Jesus Christ over my background I proclaim the lordship of Jesus Christ over the electricals over the atmosphere over ECG I proclaim the Lordship of Jesus Christ over the standby generator I proclaim the Lordship of Jesus Christ over witches and wizardry I proclaim the Lordship of Jesus Christ over all things I declare Jesus Christ is Lord Jesus Christ is Lord therefore let every power, thrones, and dominions be subject to his lordship. In the name of Jesus, I proclaim Jesus Christ is my Lord. Now, Spirit of the living God, have your way. Have your way. Do what you do. Glorify the Father. In the name of Jesus, let chains, let shackles, let yokes be destroyed. Let demons be expelled. Let darkness be dismissed. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Say in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus. As I clap my hands, let yokes be broken. Let chains be destroyed. Let chains be destroyed. Let shackles be destroyed. Let demons flee. Put your hands together. Open your mouth. And command. Command yokes. Command yokes to be destroyed. I can't hear you. I can't hear you. Put your hands together. Open your mouth. Let yokes be destroyed. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. We proclaim his lordship. We proclaim the lordship of Jesus Christ. We proclaim Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is my Lord. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your right hand. Say by the voice of the blood of Jesus. 
I disengage my spirit, soul, and body from my mother's curse. I disengage my spirit, soul, and body from my father's curse. I disengage my spirit, soul, and body from my father's demon. I disengage my spirit, soul, and body from my mother's demon. I disengage my spirit, soul, and body from my father and from my mother's yoke. In the name of Jesus, I destroy the yoke. I break loose and I declare in the name of the Lord Jesus that I will walk free. I will walk free from this ground. Tonight, I proclaim in the name of the Lord Jesus by the voice of the blood of Jesus that I break loose and I am walking free. The Bible says in the book of Genesis, the 27th chapter and the 40th verse, the 40th verse, he said, you will live by your sword. The, the message translation. The message translation. According to the message translation, he said, you will live by your sword. You will serve your brother. But it shall come to pass when you can't take it anymore. You will break loose and you will walk free. I don't know who is tired, who is sick and tired, and who can't take it anymore, and who think enough is enough. But tonight, if you can't take it anymore then you are the reason why I'm here and I came to announce to you in the name of the Lord Jesus if you can't take it anymore then tonight is your night to break loose and walk free give two people a high five and say in the name of Jesus break loose and walk free break loose Break loose. Break loose. I, I, listen, listen. There is, hear me. The reason why I'm proclaiming the Lordship of Jesus Christ, there is a heaviness in the atmosphere. And it must be lifted. You see, when, when we were coming, we had an accident. Our, our, our front tie burst. And the car just went off. Then I have a second, I have a third car that nobody sits in. So I have to jump into the third car. Then the third car almost had an accident. An articulator was coming for us. You know why? 
Somebody is nervous. Are you hearing me? You remember the other day when Jesus left the other side of Jordan on his way to free the man of the Gadarene who was a seed and a descendant of Jacob. From this side of Jordan to the other side there arose a storm and a contrary wind to prevent him from getting to the other side to drown the boat but in the name of the Lord Jesus I came to announce to you from the throne room perspective by the voice of the blood of the Lamb that we are unstoppable that the enemy cannot stop us is anybody hearing me I'm not hearing is anybody hearing me then put your hands together and shout Jesus is Lord shout it Jesus is Lord shout it Jesus is Lord now any agenda of the enemy to sabotage your miracle tonight by divine authority let it boomerang put your hands to a command it to boomerang let it boomerang let it boomerang I can't hear you let it boomerang now now hear me I want us to command every strange fire in the spirit in the spirit against this house quench it in the name of Jesus open your mouth up and say I quench strange fires I quench every strange fire we quench it 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 quench every strange fire we quench it we quench it in the name of Jesus we quench it we quench it we quench strange fires we quench strange fires now hear me now any altar any altar an altar is a place where divinity and humanity meets you have to say what I say or that, that you sit down an altar an altar like this pulpit is an altar it's a meeting place where divinity or deities, deities. 
Deities has to do with spirit beings and entities. Deities. They invoke deities. Abraham built altars wherever he went to. Abraham Amen. Everywhere Abraham went, he built an altar. He raised an altar. People like Noah raised altars. They perform sacrifices on the altar. Elijah raise an altar call fire from heaven to come on the altar the sacrifice of on the altar is what determines the strength and the power of the altar any demonic altar that they have raised to speak against us to speak against this house to speak against the presiding bishop to speak against bishop in any demonic altars that is crying and is speaking ill and evil and invoking curses by the voice of the superior blood of Jesus let the voice of those altars be silenced now watch this any blood of human beings and animals that is crying and making demands in the spirit for any life by the superior blood of Jesus let the voice and the cry of those blood Sacrifice. Sacrifice. Be silence. When Cain killed Abel, God said to Abel, What hast thou done? For the voice of the blood of your brother crieth. From the ground. Any blood. Crying. From the ground. Against us. Either from this place. From this geographical location. Or from our mother's background. From our father's background. Wherever the blood is crying from. By the voice of the blood of Jesus. As we put our hands together. Let's silence the cry of those blood. 
put your silence them 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 now number two every altar has a priest any priest priest baby any satanic priest anyone who is performing sacrifices who is a satanic priest or a satanic prophet performing sacrifices on demonic altars against us whoever they are whatever they are bring my sword we strike them down in the name of Jesus say we strike them down say by the sword of the Lord we strike satanic priests satanic prophets wherever they are whoever they are performing demonic rituals and sacrifices speaking ill enchantments divinations incantations for it is written there is no divination there is no incantation against Jacob therefore in the name of Jesus every satanic priest every satanic prophet we strike them down we strike them down as we put our hands together and open our mouth we strike them down strike them down strike them down strike them down revoke their powers 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 terminate their powers terminate their stronghold let their defenses be terminated let their defenses be terminated we terminate their defenses let their defenses be terminated let their defenses be terminated in the name of Jesus Christ we terminate their defenses now lift up your right arm say I proclaim the Lordship of Jesus Christ over my family and my loved ones and all that concerns me and the presiding Bishop Bishop Dark Heward Mills in the name of Jesus say I proclaim the Lordship of Jesus Christ over my loved ones my family and all them that concerns me home and abroad and say I interrupt reactions retaliations of any kind shape or form for it is written there was war in heaven and the dragon 
and Michael and their angels fought and the dragon fought back but he was not strong enough in the name of the Lord Jesus we terminate the strength of the dragon we terminate the tail and terminate the head of the dragon and the snake in the name of Jesus terminate it now in the name of Jesus Let every weight be lifted. Let every heaviness be lifted. We command the lifting of the weight. Command the lifting of the heaviness. Let the weight and the heaviness be lifted. In the name of Jesus. Now lift up your right hand. Say we preserve the life and family of Bishop Intefo and the pastoral team and all the heads of departments the shepherds the head of the cells say we take divine immunity we secure everyone's life say there will be no premature death there will be no untimely death among us in the name of the lord jesus in the name of the lord jesus say that for the numbers of our years we shall fulfill by the grace of god in Jesus name shout clap your hands and sit down it's good to be with you tonight uh, make sure that uh, Augie make sure you have a microphone and we got to go through some scriptures it's good to be with you tonight and we want to celebrate and thank God for the presiding bishop The prophet of this organization having great crusades right now in Malawi so let's be praying for him amen and to Bishop Intefo and the wife and all the leadership in this place Congratulations and God bless you. Please keep praying for Bishop Intefo and his family. Pray for the finishing anointing that God will empower him and his family with the finishing anointing that they will finish their course. That every assignment for which God brought them into the life of the presiding bishop will be fulfilled. Amen. Okay, be praying for her because if she doesn't flow with me, I'll let her sit down. Amen. So pray that she flows. Amen. I want to, I want to talk to you tonight and then after I want to allow the Holy Spirit to flow and to do what he does the best. Amen. I want to talk to you about <clears throat> the reason why so many of us individuals 
Go through a lot of crises and challenges in life. Why certain churches? Why certain families? Why some communities? Some cities? Some nations? Go through many challenges. And it looks like others don't go through anything. Sometimes even in family among siblings, you realize that among the siblings, everybody will be doing well. But there is one particular person that his or her life becomes very complicated. And all the time, it's up and it's down. Going through crisis. Going through challenges. And sometimes, you may not understand what's going on. And it looks like every time that particular individual's life, church, community, a nation, a city, may be going through complications. I have come to realize for the past 41 years, 41 years of preaching, because I've been preaching, I started preaching at the age of 20. And I realize that the things I'm about to share with you, out of experience, even my own life, from conception, when I was in my mother's womb, give her a clap of it. Why are dear? Why are dear? I mean, sit down. From my mother's womb, I faced a lot of challenges. There was an attempt to abort me. There was a DNC performed. When they performed the DNC, they realized that after the DNC, they took one of us out who we were twins they didn't know it was twins but they knew that they performed a dnc and took the pregnancy out later on my mother's stomach kept growing then they found out later on that apparently we were twins so when they performed the DNC, by some divine providence, they didn't detect me. So they took my twin out and left me. And God preserved me. Because I have to be here today. 
and the enemy has tried everything to stop me but it is written who is he that saith a thing and it cometh to pass when the Lord God commanded it not and it is written again who can disannul what God has said for the Lord has spoken and it shall come to pass he has purpose and it shall stand he has effort in hand and who and who and who and who is he that can turn back the hand of Adonai and the hand of Elohim are you hearing me somebody I lost three of my fingers and that was the point of my conversion I was in my room when demons entered my room principalities they came into my room and commanded me to light a candle and when I lighted the candle they commanded and compelled me to place my right palm on the flame and my hand began to burn and the flesh opened and the bones popped out and I couldn't take my hands off the fire and the voices commanded that I kept my hand on the fire till the candle was totally melted and my hands was burning I was in pain and agony my lips were sealed my lips were sealed my lips were sealed and I couldn't scream or shout for help and I couldn't take my hands off the fire I just want you to understand that evil is real and the enemy is real but Jesus Christ is Lord I said Jesus Christ is Lord I'm just giving you this little background to help you make sense of what I'm about to share with you um, if you don't understand the rules of engagement if you don't understand the workings of darkness and the workings of God you can become a casualty and a victim but I declare you will not be a casualty you will not be a victim you will not be circumvented you will not be sabotaged 
by the powers of the dark kingdom say i hear you in the book of second corinthians chapter 12 reading the seventh verse paul had an experience and an encounter and i want you to hear what paul said Unless I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelations there was given to me a thorn in the flesh, the messenger of Satan, to buffet me, lest I should be exalted above measure. Please understand this. Thank you. Maybe see that. The only reason the messenger of Satan was assigned to Paul was because of what he was carrying. It was because of his assignment. He was carrying heavy duty cargo. Place your right hand on your stomach and say, I am carrying heavy duty cargo. And say, I will not be terminated. Now hear me. Your warfare, your challenge in life is measured and determined by your assignment in life. When a woman is carrying one child, The weight of the pregnancy is different from when she's carrying a twin or trippers. So everyone seated here, everyone seated here, you see, every one of you your warfare and your challenge in life has to do with your assignment. It is your assignment that determines what you go through in life. And whether you will be fighting witches or demons or principalities or powers or rulers or spiritual wickedness or thrones or dominions it all depends on your assignment now your challenge is not my challenge And my challenge is not your challenge. Because every one of us assignment is different from the other. So when you see me going through crisis, be very careful your conclusion and how you define me. Because you don't understand my assignment. 
you were not there when I was giving my assignment. You were not there when I was anointed. You were not there when I was giving my instructions and my order. So your battle is not mine. And mine is not yours. Because everybody's assignment and calling is different from the other. Paul said, for the abundance of revelation given unto me a messenger of Satan was assigned to me. And a thorn in the flesh was given unto me. You know what a thorn is? A thorn in kase, in kase. A thorn. A thorn. A thorn creates discomfort. That's it. Something to pinch. Something to cause disease. Ongoing conflicts. Unrest within you. Conflict within you yourself. To disorganize your thoughts. To always cause you to be disadvantaged in life. A messenger of Satan. A messenger of Satan was assigned to Paul and a thorn in the flesh was given unto him to buffet him. The word buffet means to torture to harass to torment to always agitate you to vex you to trouble you to torture to torment mentally emotionally physically at all times creating this ease but this morning as you gain understanding and illumination it will give you the upper hand to master that messenger of satan You will master every thorn in the flesh. You will override every thorn in the flesh. You will override every messenger of Satan. Say by the overriding powers of the blood of Jesus. I override the thorn in my life. The thorn in my flesh. Every turn in this house, every turn in my business, every turn in my family, every turn in my finances, and 
any messenger of Satan by the overriding powers of the blood of Jesus I override I override every messenger of Satan and I terminate the power and assignment of every messenger of Satan and hereby proclaim before heaven and earth that I will not be cut short that I will not miss my target that I will not miss it I will fulfill my assignment and I will fulfill my God's given mandate if you believe it put your hands together and shout yes sit down for two minutes Paul went through shipwrecks he will preach and after preaching they have to carry him and throw him over the wall there were assassination attempts there were assassination attempts they did all kinds of things but it was these demons it was this messenger of satan that was deploying people human beings please understand that spirits demons are not allowed to operate on earth without a human body they need a human body they can't operate without flesh and blood that's why jesus has to be born because the womb of a woman is the legal entry point to this world you can't come into this world without the womb of a woman so demons and spirits are not allowed to come here they are not allowed to operate among human beings without the permission of another human being that's why when the demon was cast out of the man in the at the land of the gatherings the demons pleaded with Jesus to enter into the swines because they can operate without a human being or without flesh and blood so if they can operate through a human body then they have to operate through an animal body anything that has flesh and blood they will deploy it because he spirits cannot operate without flesh and blood one day i was going for a walk in america there were three ladies they were walking with their dogs as i was getting close i began to feel an uneasiness in me 
and I felt some agitation inside of me and I knew that it was an indication of some kind of a danger so immediately I began to pray in the spirit logo di gavahas le grando go soprontes kuda mahasias le gavadus meyanda lakawatasias then suddenly, the dogs began to react. And they charged on me. They started coming towards me. The ladies were very worried. And they said, these dogs are not that wild like this. We don't know what has come upon them. And I said in my head, I know what has come upon them. And I said in the name of Jesus Whose I am And whom I serve I command Unclean spirits Relinquish your powers Stand down And immediately the dogs And they became quiet Are you, are you hearing me? So understand that demons or spirits whether it's the Holy Spirit or it's an evil spirit or it's a human spirit they can operate without flesh and blood. The Bible said a body has thou prepared for me. So God himself cannot operate in this world without a human body. And demons cannot operate without a human body. That's why we need to win souls. Because the more souls we bring to Christ, and the spirit of Christ enters them. The enemy can use them. Only God can use them. Only the Holy Spirit can engage them. So we need to win souls like never before. Because the more souls we bring to Christ, we deny the enemy the right to use human beings against the plan of God for other human beings. Hear me. The fight between light and darkness, between good and evil, is your body. God needs your body. God wants your body to carry out his purposes on earth. Satan also wants your body. Because the only way the kingdom of God will come on earth is through you. The only way Satan can sabotage 
the manifestation of God's kingdom is through human beings who yield their bodies to him. Please understand that the only reason why the messenger of Satan was assigned to Paul was not because Paul was a special human being than any other human being. It was what he was carrying. The assignment. Come with me to the book of 1 Samuel 17, verse 34 to 35. And David said unto Saul, And David said unto Saul, Thy servant, thy servant kept, kept his, his father's sheep. Mm-hmm. And there came a lion and a bear mm-hmm. and took a lamb out of the flock. Mm-hmm. And I went after him and I smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he rose against me, I caught him by his beard and I smote him and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he have defied the armies of the living God. Now, hear me. The lion and the bear, they don't like each other. They were arch enemies. But on this particular day, they became friends. Because they had a common interest. And that common interest on that day was to go for the lamb. Not the sheep. Not the sheep. Not the shepherd. But the lamb. Now watch this. Both of them came on the same day, same moment, same week, same month, same year, with a common interest. They wanted the lamb. Turn to somebody and say, do you know somebody is interested in your lamb? Your lamb. Now, what was the lamb? The lamb was his increase. The lamb was his harvest. The lamb was his testimony. Because he was keeping the sheepfold. And the sheep had not yet delivered. The number of sheep given unto him was the same. So if it was 1,000 sheep, it was 1,000 sheep. As soon as there was an addition, 1,001, suddenly, the increase, the harvest, attracted 
arch enemies who don't like themselves both of them could smell in the atmosphere that there is increase there is harvest there is something new in the atmosphere and it 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 summons them to come from the animal kingdom they never came when the sheep was pregnant they came when the sheep had delivered that was david's increase that was his harvest that was his testimony that you gave me 1000 i have extra addition to what you gave me this is it the bible said there was a master he was traveling to a far country he called his servants to one he gave five talents the talents here stands for money it doesn't stand for gift or abilities to another he gave two and to the other he gives one according to their several abilities so the talents are not ability the talent is the name of the money they were using at that time then the master came back after a while the man that received five had added five to the gift to the talent the one that was giving two added two to it the one that was giving one buried it so god expects you and i to make profits god is the god of increase god is the god of multiplication god wants you and i to be fruitful and tonight any barrenness and anything that is resisting our fruitfulness let it be terminated in the name of jesus say terminated in the name of jesus sit down for two minutes try to understand this the lion and the bear they were not interested in the shepherd they were not interested in the sheep they were interested in the lamb the devil doesn't mind you serving god and he doesn't mind you working for god but he doesn't want you to be fruitful he doesn't want you to have increase he doesn't want you to have a harvest he doesn't want you to have anything to show for serving God. He wants to sabotage your harvest. He's a spiritual hijacker. He's a spiritual arm robber. So he came to hijack David's increase and harvest and testimony. And and David said, not so. Tell somebody, not so. Tell somebody, the devil is a liar. 
to these grounds. Say in the name of Jesus. I will stand my ground. And defend my cause. I will defend my harvest. I will defend my increase. I will secure my testimony. Say spiritual hijackers. And spiritual arm robbers. Will not rob me. And will not hijack. My harvest. My testimony. And my increase. By any means. In the name of Jesus. Say I secure my harvest. I secure my increase. I secure my testimony. In the name of Jesus. Say yes. And the Bible said. When David went after them. And rescue the land. I declare after today. By the anointing of God. You will go after the enemy. And you will recover your stolen goods. Without fail. I said without fail. You will recover every stolen goods. Without fail. If you believe it say yes. Say yes. Say yes. Sit down for two minutes. And the Bible said, and David rescued the lamb. You will rescue stolen goods. You will rescue the perishing. Your loved ones will be rescued. Now any loved one captured, hijacked, taken by any beast, any lion, any beast, any dragon in the animal kingdom or the water kingdom or the underworld kingdom or the forest kingdom or the wilderness kingdom by the voice of the blood of Jesus Christ let there be a rescue a rescue of any son and daughter and loved one in the name of Jesus captured and taken and hijacked let them be rescued somebody say rescue 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 put your hands together command divine rescue in the name of Jesus sit down for two minutes say I hear you Sit down for two minutes. Now, ladies and gentlemen, after this, I thought that David would have had a break. But there was no break. You see, I want, sometimes, I find a lot of believers eh, to be very naivete. We don't get it. We don't understand that we are at war. But understand, we are not fighting from the point of defeat. We are fighting from the place and the point of victory. And hear me, our warfare is not like we are fighting the devil. 
No, 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 no. We are enforcing the victory. We are the law enforcement agents of God. We are like spiritual policemen. The judges make the law. Parliament makes the law. But it's the police, the law enforcement agents, they enforce the law. The law doesn't enforce himself. The word of God doesn't enforce himself. It is the believer that enforces the word. How do you enforce the word? When you speak the word. When you declare what is written. When you enforce what is written. The enemy must comply. He has to comply. Because the word of God is supreme. The Bible said in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. And there was nothing. Nothing means nothing. Nothing visible or invincible was made or created without the word that was made. And the word took flesh and dwell among us. So, ladies and gentlemen, you can't do anything without the word. So, when we speak the word, that's why God came on the scene. And when he saw the darkness, he spoke the word. And he said, Let there be light. And light appeared. Then he now began to speak the word and said, Let the waters be separated. Let the dry land appear. Let the grass come forth. Where was the dry land? It was there. Where was the grass? It was there. But the dry land did not appear until he spoke and said, let the waters gather. Let the dry land come forth. Let the grass come forth. So until you speak the word, nothing happens. But whenever you speak the word, there will be a reaction because the enemy don't want things to come into order he loves chaos but tonight as we speak the word let there be light let the waters take their place let the dry land come forth let what belongs to you and I in darkness hidden from us come forth in the name of Jesus say come forth Now David, after killing the lion and the bear, you see the lion and the bear was a process. I'm writing a book entitled, Don't Fight the Process. 
You see, the value of the gold has to do with the process it goes through. The difference between an ordinary soldier and a Navy SEAL is the process. Your longevity is determined by the process you've been through. Your weight, your rank in life has to do with process. It's process that determines value. If you haven't been through anything, you are lightweight. Number two, the difference between the first Adam and the second Adam is process. The first Adam was made overnight. He hadn't been through anything. So he didn't have value for what he had. If you haven't been through process, what you have is not yours. The only way you keep what you have is when you've been through process. Because when you go through process, you earn it. When you haven't been through process, you haven't earned it. And if you haven't earned it, you can't keep it. The second Adam learned obedience through the many things he suffered. The first Adam didn't learn obedience because he hadn't been through anything. The difference between Saul and David is this. Saul was made overnight. David went through process. He was anointed three times. First time before his brethren. Second time before Judah. Third anointing before all of Israel. He was 17 when he was anointed the first time. When he was anointed the third time, he was 30 years. He had longevity. He had developed capacity. He had stamina. He had audacity. Because he had been through process. He killed a bear. He killed a lion. Then, he developed an audacity. A courage to face a giant. Where did he gain the audacity to face a giant from? When he killed the lion and the bear. He needed that experience and encounter to be fearless before a giant. Whatever you are facing today is a training for tomorrow. It's a spiritual exercise. God is exercising you and getting you ready for something bigger than what you are handling. If you think this is the end, you are joking. This is just the beginning. I was telling my church the other day 
I said, when I began, they used to call me Brother Nick. Ask Bishop, he'll tell you. Presiding Bishop will tell you. When he was in Achimota, he used to bust people to bring them to action. Every Saturday, my name was Brother Nick. Then I became Pastor Nick. Then they called me Evangelist Nick. Then I became Dr. Nick. Then I became Bishop Duncan Williams. Then I became Archbishop. Now they call me Papa. Watch this. You think I'm finished? You are joking. I'm just beginning. I'm just warming up. Are you hearing? You know why? Because I am wiser today than 10 years ago, than 5 years ago. As I am maturing, as I am growing, I'm becoming better. I'm having a better understanding and appreciation for why God called me. Are you hearing me, somebody? If you haven't killed a lion and a bear, when you meet a giant, you will flee. You will run. You see, sit down for two minutes. You see, you see the difference between David and Saul and all David brothers. Everybody was hiding from Goliath. They were all hiding. You know why? Nobody has faced a lion and a bear before. The only reason why David could face Goliath was because he had faced a lion and a bear. God is preparing you for a great future. When presiding bishop at Kolegono went through all attempts of assassination, when they threw a bump into his office, broke the church wall, and there was all kinds of attempt on his life, I knew at that point that this guy is going to the top. I knew. I knew. So I am not surprised of the things I see. Because the enemy will not fight and attack anybody if you are not going anywhere. Have you seen people insulting a madman by the road? Have you seen people throwing stone on a tree that is barren and there are no fruits on it? When you see children throwing stones and stick on a mango tree, the mango is ripe. If you are not bearing fruit, nobody cares about you. The only reason why some of you are going through what you are going through is because you are going somewhere in life. You didn't hear me. I said you are going somewhere in life. Can I say it again? I said you are going somewhere in life. Let me show you something before I close. Come with me quickly.
Come with me to the book of Revelations. Chapter 12 and verse 4. Revelation chapter number 12 and verse verse 4. And he still drew a third part of the stars of heaven. Whenever you see the word tail, it means retaliation. Retaliation. Let every retaliation after today backfire in the name of Jesus. Go ahead. Sit down for two minutes. And he did cast them to the earth. Mm-hmm. And the dragon stood before the woman uh-huh. which was ready to be delivered uh-huh. for to devour her child as soon as it was born. What was the dragon assignment? What, what was the dragon assignment? She, he was not interested in the woman. He was interested in the child. It is what you are carrying. Your assignment is what the enemy is interested in. Say, I will not die prematurely. I will not be cut off. I will not be cut short. But I shall live and see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Please understand. Understand that the assignment of the dragon was not the mother but it was the child. Come with me. Come with me to Joshua chapter 6 verse 22 and 23. Chapter 6, 22 and 23. Joshua number 22 to the two men. Mm -hmm. Joshua 6, 22. Mm Mm-hmm. But Joshua had said unto the two men mm-hmm. that had spied out the country, mm-hmm. Go into the harlot's house mm-hmm. and bring up thence the woman, mm-hmm. that all that and all that she have. Mm-hmm. And her brethren, mm-hmm. and all that she had, and they brought out all her kindred. And left them without the camp of Israel. Verse 24. Chapter 23. Read 23. Verse 23. Mm-hmm. And the young men that were spies Go went back to in. 22. Go back to 22. But Joshua had said to. But Joshua had said unto the two men that had spied out the country. Mm-hmm. Go into the harlot's house and bring out thence the woman. Stop there. Stop there. Sit down. He said, go into the harlot's house and bring me the woman. Not the harlot, but the woman. In the harlot was a woman. So he said, go bring me the woman in the harlot. Not the harlot. But bring me the woman. This woman had a serious assignment. And yet, her destiny was complicated. Messed up and implicated. 
to deny her the right to fulfill her destiny. For whatever reason, one of the spies married her into the bloodline of Judah. Into the bloodline of Jesus. All the time that she was a harlot, she never got pregnant. As soon as she married into the bloodline of Judah, one touch, she had a child. And the name of the child was Boaz. The harlot of Jericho gave birth to Boaz. Then Boaz gave birth to Obed. And Obed gave birth to Jesse. And Jesse gave birth to David. And Jesus came through the bloodline of David. Are you hearing me, somebody? Sometimes the devil can mess you up. Complicate your destiny to make it impossible for you to fulfill it. The woman came forth. Not a harlot, but a woman. There was always a woman in the harlot. And the woman never came forth until Joshua by prophetic unction called the woman and say and say harlot there is a woman in you there is a woman in you that woman is not a harlot that woman Jesus I want that woman to come forth and the woman in the harlot came forth she came forth you know Jesus went through Samaria. At the well in Samaria, Jesus met a woman at the well. She was known as a husband snatcher. Jesus said, go call me your husband. He said, I don't have a husband. Jesus said, you've well spoken. For you have had five husbands. Even the one you have now is not yours. The woman said, you're a prophet. She went to town and told all the men, not the women, but the men, come see. Come see. A man that has told me all things about my life. Then I could see the women in town. The women in town were telling their husbands, if you follow that man, you are not coming back to this house. And the men said, I'm sorry. 
I have to go and see who this man is. According to the Bible, she brought all the men to Jesus. She was assigned to bring the men to salvation. But the enemy messed her up that the very area of her calling was so messed up Jesus. to sabotage her so that she can't go back to the same man to be an evangelist to bring them to salvation the enemy has a way to complicate to embarrass you at the very place God has called you to make a difference you see where where this well was Jacob's well was the very place in the book of Genesis where you remember Dinah Jacob's daughter was raped And they had a meeting by the well. And a deal was made that if you want to marry Dinah, then let all the men of the city be circumcised. On the third day after the circumcision, when the men were all sore, Levite and Simeon went into town and slew all the men. And Jacob said, why did you do this? You cut all the men off. Left with women only. Jesus before going to the cross. John 4, 4. The Bible says, and Jesus must need go through Samaria. Why? He had to fix that error. He had to bring the men back into the covenant that was broken. And God had planned to use a woman Jesus. To bring the men in. Jesus. Satan complicated her destiny. But God also needed a woman with a mess. To give her a message. So that the men will be curious. To follow her. To see Jesus. Let God give you a message out of your mess. You see? Hear me. Sit down. My message is a result of my mess. Whatever you hear me preach and teach is not somebody's experience. It's not just what is written. But it's what I've experienced. The apostle John said. 
what we have heard, what we have handled, what we have proven is what we deliver unto you that you also may have fellowship with him. See, I hear you. So let me download this thing. Come, come with me to Genesis 49. And verse 19. Genesis 49, verse 19. God, a troop shall overcome him, but he shall overcome at the last. Say God. Talk to me, say God. In the days of David, there were mighty men who were with David. Give somebody a high five and say, stay awake. Wake somebody up. Wake somebody up. One of the reasons why you shouldn't sleep in an all night is because when a spirit comes out of somebody, it can enter you. Especially those of you who sleep and open your mouth like this. They call them the Gadites. The Gadites. The Bible said their faces were like lions. They could handle weapons with their left and their right hand. They could swim over the Jordan when the Jordan was overflowing. These Gadites were descendants of Jacob. Now, when the Bible says, I will visit the iniquities of the father to the third and fourth generation, the word fourth generation is equal to 30 ancestors. So Jacob, when he was blessing his children, he saw in one of the sons through the bloodline by the word of wisdom. Word of wisdom. The word of wisdom is the ability to see events that are yet to come. And so he had advanced knowledge. Say advanced knowledge. And he saw in the bloodline of God that one of his descendants will be hijacked, will be taken captive by a legion. When he said a troop shall overcome him, the word troop interpreted from the Greek or from Hebrew to Greek, from Greek to English, the word troop 
interpreted from the Greek to English means a legion. A legion. Now come with me to Mark chapter 5. Read from verse 1. Mark chapter number 5 verse 1. Mm-hmm. And they came over onto the other side of the sea. Into the country of the Gadarene. The country of what? The country of what? Genesis 49, 19. He said what? What? What is the name? This was the geographical location. Remember when they went to the promised land. They divided the land to the 12 tribes. This place was where Gath and his descendants lived. Go ahead. And when he was come out of the ship, Mm -hmm. immediately there met him out of the tombs Mm -hmm. a man with an unclean spirit Mm -hmm. who had his dwelling among the tombs. And no man could bind to him. Any son, any daughter, any seed of the righteous that has been captured and they have made the dwelling of he or her the place of the tomb in the name of the Lord Jesus. Wherever he is or she is, home or abroad, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we proclaim their unconditional release. We proclaim their release. Oh, yeah, yeah. Clap your hands and say release. 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 Say release. release. In the name of Jesus. Say release. Release. Sit down for two minutes. Go ahead. No one could bound him. Mm-hmm. No, not with chains. Mm-hmm. Because that he had been often bound with fetters mm-hmm. and with chains, and the chains had been plucked asunder by him, mm-hmm. and the fetters broken in pieces, neither could any man tame him. And always, night and day, he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying and cutting himself mm-hmm. with stones. Mm-hmm. But when Jesus saw him afar off, he ran and worshipped Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he cried with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with thee, Jesus, thou son of the most high God? I adjure thee by God that thou torment me not. Tonight, let every demon, empower and principality, be tormented in the name of Jesus. Let the hand of the Lord touch them. Let the hand of command them. We release spiritual torture and torment over them. Put your hands with a command. Spiritual torture and torment over the enemy. In the name of Jesus. Leparia. Leparia. In the name of Jesus. Sit down for two minutes. Go ahead. For he had said unto him, Come out of the man, thou unclean spirit. Uh-huh. And he asked him, What is thy name? He answered, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. Stop there. My name is what? Legion. Now, take it into Greek or Hebrew. My name is what? Uh And the troop means 6,000 devils. Uh 
the, the Roman legion is 3,000 footmen and 3,000 horsemen. Six thousand demon embedded in one man. Let's find out why these demons captured this man. Go to verse twenty. Go to verse twenty. And he departed and began to publish in the capitals how much great things Jesus had done for him, and all men did marvel. Stop here. The word Decapolis means 10 regions. And this man, according to Bible historians, according to Bible historians, he raised mega churches in all the 10 regions. And watch this. The word published is the same word to preach or to proclaim. So watch this. The demons in all the ten regions came together. They saw the star and said, this star is coming to trouble us. Jesus. So let's attack that star. Ah, God, 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 God. Capture that star. Jesus. So the star will never get here to trouble us. Mm. You remember when Jesus was born, there was a star and the wise men came. The wise men were not Christians. They were astrologers. They were diviners. So the enemy can see your star. Anyone's star captured. This morning, stand on your feet. We rescue the star. We rescue destinies. We rescue greatness. We rescue greatness. We rescue the call of God. We rescue the call of God. In the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. You know, many years ago, presiding bishop had an accident. 1997. On the north, at the north, and he had a divine escape. Do you know what the enemy was going after? It wasn't Bishop. It's this church. Anakazo. Lighthouse churches. The Kodesh. And all the churches. And all the crusades. Is what the enemy was going after. that God appointed to do great things which the enemy has captured tonight by the voice of the blood of Jesus let's rescue that star let's release that star put your hands together walk around open your mouth 
Hallelujah. First Kings chapter 3. somebody consider the matter stand on your feet what settled the dispute there was a contention over the child and the contention 
from his own house. They dwell in the same house. A man's enemy shall be those of his own house. This morning, any ongoing contention and any ongoing dispute and conflict within your own house from your background and from this geographical location any dispute and contention and any ongoing battle and conflict as we lift up the sword Jesus of let it settle. Let it settle. We command divine settlement. Jesus. Say a permanent settlement. A permanent settlement. Let every dispute over your finances. Jesus. Every contention and dispute over the works of your heart. Jesus. Every dispute and contention over your business. Jesus. Every dispute and contention over your marriage. Jesus. Your children. Jesus. Your sons and your daughters. Jesus. Your husband and your Jesus. wife. Your destiny and your future. Jesus. And your health. Jesus. Your life. Jesus. Let the dispute, let the dispute, by the lifting of the sword of Jesus. the Lord, let the dispute be settled. Settled. We command a permanent settlement. Permanent settlement. Open your mouth and put your heart in command. Permanent settlement. We command permanent settlement. By the sword of the Lord, settle the controversy. Let the sword of the Lord
Pray and die. We deploy the sword of the Lord. We deploy the sword of the Lord into the womb of the wicked one to settle every controversy over your life, over your finances, over your marriage, over your ministry, over your assignment, over your children, over your health. Divine settlement by the sword, by the sword, Papa Dosha. Listen. I want those of you eh, who are going through financial crisis. Your money is locked up. Your money is held up. Business is held up. People are owing you. Nothing is moving. Nothing is working. We are going to lift up the sword of the Lord. Let the ongoing contention, yes. the battle and the dispute yes. over your business, your finances, the works of your hand, let every stubborn demon that has said your money won't be released, that your business won't go forward and flourish. As we lift up the sword of the Lord, Jesus. let the matter be settled. Settle it now. Say, let there be a divine settlement. Now hear me. I want all those people to come forward. Just come forward. Don't climb up here. Just come forward. As the sword of the Lord is lifted up, the matter will be settled. Jesus Tell somebody, I have, I have come before the Lord. Before the Lord. And the altar of the law to, to settle the matter. There will be a settlement. Jesus Say divine settlement. Divine settlement. You know, sometimes when you go to court, eh, after a long battle, the judge rules in your favor and will command the other party to settle you. Today, let there be a divine settlement. In Jesus' name. Let the financial embargo be lifted. In Jesus' name. Let the contention and the dispute over your money, your business, yes. the works of your hand, yes. and your investment, yes. let the matter be settled. Settled. We come before the Lord. Jesus. The Lord of hosts. Yes. The God of the armies of Israel. Ah. We come before Yahweh. Yes. And by the lifting of the song, as we clap our hands, let the matter be settled. Open your mouth. Lift up prayer. Let the matter be settled.
God now. Of the living God. Lift up your hands. Lift up your hands. Say by the voice. By the voice. Of the superior. Of the superior. Blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. From the throne room perspective. From the throne room perspective. From where all authority. From where all authority. Over heaven and earth. Over heaven and earth. Is derived. Is derived. I declare. I declare. By calling on heaven and earth. Calling on heaven and earth. To bear witness. To bear witness. This day. This day. Let. Let. My finances. My finances. Locked. Locked. Be unlocked. Be unlocked. Unlock. 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 In the name of Jesus. Jesus. Say every every treasure treasure of mine of mine block block. I command. I command. Be unblocked. Be unblocked. 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 Happy and say unblock. 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 I unblock it. In the name of Jesus. We are blocking. Say, I command. I command by divine authority. By divine authority. In the name of the Lord Jesus. The name of the Lord Jesus. Whose I am. Whose I am. And whom I serve. And whom I serve. Let my treasures. Let my treasures be unlocked. Be unlocked. Let my riches. Let my riches. In secret places. In secret places. Be unlocked. Be unlocked. In the name. In the name of Jesus. Jesus. I destroy. I destroy the shackles. Shackles of the enemy. Of the enemy. They are destroyed. I destroy every every financial financial ceiling ceiling an embargo an embargo they place they place on my financial on my financial ability ability in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus I command the ceiling I command and the embargo and the embargo in the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus break 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 put your hands up command break 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 Hear me. The Bible said from the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffered violence. And the violent take it by force. The violent take it by being cool. No. Nice. No. Gentle. No. By what? Force. This morning. Wherever they are taking your money. Jesus. Whoever has your money, whoever has your breakthrough, whoever has sat on your money, whoever is sitting on your business, we overthrow them, we terminate them, and we command your money to return. Let your money return. Let your stolen goods return. Say stolen goods in the name of Jesus. Return to me. From wherever you've been taken. Return now without fail in the name of Jesus. Put your hands here. Command it. Let's go. 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 Let's go.
Shagaya. Tell somebody one more prayer. One more prayer. Tell somebody one more prayer. One more prayer. Say, continue in prayer. Colossians 4.2 He said, continue in prayer, watching thereunto with thanksgiving. Say, continue. Continue. Tell somebody, let's continue. Let's continue. In prayer. In prayer. Till we see the manifestation. We will not quit. We will not quit. We will not give up. We will not give up. Remember that a lion and a bear came and took a lamb. Any beast that has taken your lamb, your harvest, your increase, your breakthrough, your honor, your glory, your testimony, your riches, whoever they are, wherever they are, tonight, by the angel of the Lord, the Bible says in Hebrews 1.14, not ministering angels sent forth to minister for the heads of salvation. Are you heads of salvation? Yes. Come on, are you heads of salvation? Yes. Then this morning, by divine authority, I deploy the angels. I deploy legions of angels to go to work right now. Yes. On our behalf, yes. let them go to the east, yes. the north, yes. the south, yes. the west, yes. and bring to us yes. the, yes. the increase, yes. the harvest, yes. the testimony, yes. stolen yes. and taken away, yes. wherever, wherever they've taken it to, taken to the regions of the sea, the, the underworld, the coast, the, co the, forest, the forest, wherever, wherever. we command a divine, a divine recovery, recovery. Divine. divine recovery, recovery. you try to command. Rapaya, 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 Rapa
This is what I want to do. When it comes to healing, it comes to deliverance. You don't need to sow anything. It's a matter of faith. And it's done. But when it comes to finances, you have to add a seed to your prayer. Cornelius prayed. Cornelius prayed and gave. He prayed and he gave. He added giving to prayer. 
Look at me. I'm going to give some specific figures. It is like tithes. If you don't tithe, it doesn't matter how much you pray. You will struggle financially. Because you see, God blessed Adam and Eve. When they sinned, he punished them. But he didn't curse them. He cursed the ground. He said, the ground for your sake is cursed. So this ground, this earth, is under a curse. The blood of Jesus was not shed to redeem the earth. He shed his blood to redeem you and I. So this is what deals with the curse on the ground. The tithe. The first 10%. Not the second. Not the third. Not after you spend the money. Paid your bill. Then you tithe 10%. That is not tithe. If you do that. You can tithe a thousand years. You never break through. The tithe. Is the first thing. Why? Because the number 10 is a number of redemption. That's why we have 10 fingers, 10 toes, 10 commandments. 10 is the number of redemption. So if you gave me 1,000 CDs, the first thing I'm to redeem that money is to take the first 10 and the 90 is redeemed by the 10 is sanctified by the 10 is blessed by the 10 the 90 then is empowered to multiply the 90 is exempted from the curse. Because the first 10% goes to God as a sign of number one. Honor. So tithe is a matter, is a principle of honor. When you take the first 10, you've honored God. Number two, you reverence him. Number three, you acknowledge that God is your source. That the system is not your source. Your business is not your source. But God is your source. Number four, it is the only thing that God says when you do it, you put him to a test. And the reason why God said, mm, test me, is because God knows that people will argue about it. And God said, because there will be arguments about it, don't listen to any argument. 
Test me for yourself. Try me. Try me for yourself. Now this is the reason. The difference between the tithes and the offering is that the offering you have the choice to give what you want. But the tithe you don't have a choice. The tithe is specific. And the tithe is not 11%. It's not 12%. It's not 40%. It's not 90%. It's not 100%. It's 10. Because 10 is the number of redemption. And God is very specific. In the Garden of Eden, he said, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil is my tithe. Anything separated to God is the tithe. Anything holy set aside is the tithe. We call it the law of first things. So the first is always God's. So if you tithe after you spend the money, even if you gave God one billion, 10%, but after you have spent, you bring one billion to God, it's not tight. God won't accept it. You've dishonored him because you didn't make him first. That was the difference between Cain and Abel. The Bible said, Abel brought the firstlings. Firstlings is tight. Then a fat offering. You see? So it was tight and offering. Cain brought only offerings. So if you don't tithe, your offerings are not accepted. God rejects your offering. Number three, tithe is not about money. It's a principle of honor and reverence. And it's a statement and a proclamation that God is your source. As long as you confess that he's your source, by tithing, the devourer can touch your finances. But if you don't tithe, it doesn't matter how much you pray. The devourer will devour your finances. And the devourer is Satan himself. And when it comes to Satan, only God handles him. You can't bind Satan. That's why the archangel said, the Lord rebuke you. Number two, you can only resist Satan. But you can't resist him if you haven't submitted to God's authority. The Bible says, submit yourself to God. Then resist the devil. So if you are in rebellion or you have broken covenant, you can't resist Satan. 
So if you want to move financially, you have to be a serious tighter. And it's tithes and offerings. As for the tithe, it's 10%. After that, you can give an offering of 20, 40, 50, 70, it doesn't matter. But the tithe is 10%. It's specific. Now, let me tell you something. Some of the most wealthiest people, apart from the Jews, that has practiced the law of tithes. Have you heard of this name, Rockefeller? Rockefeller. Google Rockefeller. He was a serious corporate tighter. Rockefeller. Have you heard of Coca Oats? Coca Oats. Google. Corporate tighter. Have you heard of Colgate? Colgate. Serious corporate tighter. Have you heard of Walmart? The owner, serious tighter. Have you heard of JC Penny? Corporate titles. Google it, you see. So don't tell me <coughs> that you are smarter and wiser than all these people. The thing is working for people. Then somebody is saying that tithe is under Old Testament. Don't let anybody fool you. Hear me. Hear me. If you look at the book of Malachi, the charge is two charges. You and I are guilty of two charges. What is the charge? You have robbed me in what? Tithes and in offerings. Is that correct? Now, so how come you justify yourself in giving offerings and saying that offering that was practiced in the Old Testament is accepted in the New Testament but tithes is Old Testament when we were guilty of two charges and the charges were all in the Old Testament. Offering is practiced in the New Testament. But tithe is Old Testament. Number two. Did the Old Testament people pray in the Old Testament? Come and talk to me. Was prayer practiced in the Old Testament? Are we praying in the New Testament? Did they practice fasting in the Old Testament? Are we fasting in the New Testament? Did they practice communion in the Old Testament? Are we practicing communion in the New Testament? Did they practice healing in the Old Testament? Are we practicing healing in the New Testament? Did they practice praise in the Old Testament? Are we practicing praise in the New Testament? Did they practice worship in the Old Testament? Are we practicing worship in the New Testament? Is praise and worship a doctrine in the, in the New Testament? No. Number two is Hebrews 7, 8. Here, men who die receive the tithe. There, he receives it as a witness. If you want to have a financial voice in the court of heaven, you must be a tither. If you don't tithe, you don't have a financial voice in the courts of heaven. So don't let anybody fool you. 
Jesus himself was a titan. Jesus was a titan. He commended titan. He commended titan. Now watch this. People say that, oh, tithe is to the Levites. And the Levitical law is over. So we don't have to tithe. Tell somebody, na lie. Let me explain to you why na lie. Our priesthood in the New Testament is after the order of Melchizedek. It's not after the Aaronic or the Levitical order. How many of you are the seed of Abraham? Are you Abraham's seed? Then if you are the seed of Abraham, the blessing of Abraham belongs to you. So you are a custodian of the blessing of Abraham. Abraham tied. Isaac tied. Jacob tied. The seed of Abraham tied. Tight is a lifestyle and a divine principle of the seed of Abraham. Are you hearing me, somebody? So you got to watch it. Don't let anybody fool you. You have to practice it for yourself. You have to prove God for I'm a serious tighter. And every time I fool with my tight, I have a lot of crisis financially. Listen, God is very specific. Genesis 22, verse 1 and 2. He said, Abraham. He said, Here am I. He said, Take thy son, thy only son, Isaac, whom thou loveth. Specific. So God said, If you want the 90 to be redeemed, to multiply, honor me with the first ten. If you give me the ten first, before you touch the ninety, the ninety will be blessed. Watch this. Some guy was dealing with a Christian. And he said, I'm going to pay you the money I owe you. But the money will come back to me. I was talking to somebody the other day. And he gave me money. And jokingly, he was saying that, Papa, this money will come back to me. And I said, you are joking. I said, you are joking. It doesn't matter the incantations and the enchantments and the charge and the assignment you give to the money. Because money is a weapon, it's a tool, it's a vehicle, and a medium of exchange. So you can deploy the services of money, and you can give money assignment. I said, if you give me money, it doesn't matter what you say to the money. It cannot respond to your orders. Because when I take the pen, 
90%. I redeemed the 90. And as soon as I redeemed the 90, the 90 comes under the lordship of Jesus Christ. It cannot respond to any spirit. It doesn't matter what power you are working with. It's null and void. By the redemption of the 10%, I silence the voice of the enemy over that money. And that money is redeemed. I can't lose it. The devourer can't touch it. But if you spend the money and you tie it later, it's not tied. You struggle financially. You can't take my money. You can't. Say Napa possible. You can't do it unless I give it to you. But if you take my money, you can't handle it. You will lose your sleep. You will have insomnia. You will be tormented. You will be tortured. You won't have peace. You can't. Because I redeem my money. Hear me. If you want to be a serious believer who works in money, be a fool for God. Don't be smart. And don't follow these people who have been tithing the wrong way and they are struggling financially so they don't believe in tithe. You can tithe, but if you don't do it the right way, you can tithe for a thousand years and you won't get anything. You have to do it the right way. First things first. God first. First thing before you touch the money is God's. Then offerings. Then you can do whatever you want to do with the rest. If you don't do it that way, you will struggle financially. And I know bishop, pastor, prophet, teachers who are struggling financially. Are you hearing me? Because they, are, they don't tithe the right way. You can rise. Ah, the devourer will come for you one day. So this is what I want to do. I want a hundred people, a hundred people, to come and put a seed of 200 Ghana CDs here. Hundred. Then I want another hundred people to come and put a seed of 100 this side right now. Do it. Then I'll do other things. Hundred people to give hundred Ghana CDs or hundred dollars, hundred pounds, whatever. Come, put it here. Another hundred, go to your seat, go and bring the money. Another hundred to put 200 here on my right. 